Verizon brings you Pay It Forward Live, a weekly live stream featuring big names in entertainment to support small businesses. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on at Verizon's Twitter or Twitch, Yahoo, and Fios Channel 501 at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's me, Erin, the host of This Feels Terrible. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Uh, we are lucky enough to have a sponsor for this podcast. And um, I would be uh, most grateful if you would go to adamandeve.com and uh, type in the code word terrible at checkout and buy some things from adamandeve.com. And you may be saying to yourself, uh, Aaron, I don't, I don't buy uh, fuzzy ticklers or uh, penis hats or uh, vagina belts, which I'm, I'm sure they sell some variation of. But Adam and Eve sells things like condoms for uh, much less than you buy at the grocery store, and they're they're just as great. And they sell um, they sell adult DVDs, which it's still uh, now think of it as like a cool retro thing to actually own a uh, a porn on a on a disc. And I keep on plugging this, and I'm yet to get an email reviewing. One of these parody DVDs, please, if you could go to adamneve.com. Um, the cool thing about this deal is that if you buy something, let's say you got a box of condoms. If you put in the code word terrible at checkout, you get 50% off that box of condoms and you get three DVDs, including parody DVDs, which have to be hilarious and accidentally titillating. So you can do that and you get a free gift. And also, like, anything that you order from them comes, like, in a really discreet package. It doesn't say um, dildo farm on it. I don't know why it would, because Adam and Eve's not a dildo farm. And they don't grow dildos on a farm, guys. Common misconception. But please, please, please go to adamandeve.com and type in the code word terrible. And uh, this is the end of the commercial. guys hey guys it's me <laughs> it's me air bear um it's me aaron uh host of the podcast you're listening to um the person on my podcast this week is uh is incredible she's a journalist and a writer she's been published in the new york times the wall street journal the guardian gq spin the atlantic monthly uh, she's she's really, really funny. We met because she hosts a great show in Los Angeles called Public School. It's a storytelling show that's the second Tuesday of every month. Um, please go to that if you're in Los Angeles. She's a great storyteller. And uh, we had a we had a lot of fun during this interview. Uh, we got into we got into a lot of stuff. So please enjoy uh, my interview with uh, Natasha Vargas Cooper. Thank you. 
Oh my god. Okay, so I met this bro who uh-huh. is like a TV writer, you know, for a successful network that rhymes with NBC. Uh-oh. Yeah, and uh, this was like a couple years ago. And uh, I was like, I was just, I just gotten recently single after like five years, and I was like, I'm gonna ride the fucking nihilism fuck wave of like freedom, right? Um, <laughs> nihilism fuck wave is my favorite. Yeah. Punk eighties bands. <laughs> So good. Like, it's like the surf go-go blowjob queens, right? So <laughs> I was like, all right. Like, uh, so like we meet and like texty, 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 texty. And I, you know, I am still have not been negotiated down to a fuck buddy yet mm-hmm. by this bro. Where I, did you meet? So I was doing, I was, I'm a writer, so I'm a reporter and a journalist and uh, this was right in my early days. So I was interviewing him for like a junket, right? So it was one of these things okay. where it was like, we're at like a fancy hotel. And I'm like, so, you know, your newest show. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, creatively. And I'm like, right, creatively speaking. So, you know, like just all that fucking horseshit. So then, so like I sent him a text. I was like, hey, you know, when you want to like get drinks, I know this really great place. And he's like, you mean like your apartment? And I was like, whoa, whoa, all right. I just got negotiated down a fuck buddy like in one text. Oh, wait. Was he was he older than you or he's like in our age range. Mm-hmm. He's like one of these like adorable comedian bros. OK, right. But like, so, but like a staff writer for a TV show. Or yeah. Like a, OK. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But like you if I were to say his name, which I'm not going to not to protect wasn't, him, wasn't trying to. Huh? Wasn't trying to get you to tell no, me. No, no, no. I have no... We will ask you after yeah. we're done yeah. Oh, yeah. When yeah. I turn this orange mic off, I expect... We will crank call him. Right, because the thing is, is like he's not even like that big of a deal, right? So you can't even be like, I fucked him for the fame. It's just like, literally was like, I used to hang out with my boyfriend in sweatpants watching the show that he writes on. He writes on the show, I'm single and vulnerable. Yeah. Destiny says... Right. Well, and this is this is an Aziz and Zari joke, but in LA, if you take a this shower is and you go to Aziz and Zari. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We just had anal. No, it's fine. Um, uh, he said that if you're if you're a guy in LA and you take a shower and you have a job, you're you're already in the 95th percentile. Oh yeah. So this guy has a job that yes. is where is very similar to yours, and he's funny, and he's not going to be threatened Jewish. by you. Oh, he's Jewish. Jewish. Well, forgot it. Right. I had no idea. Like, husband material. You can say whatever you want. You don't even have to look at me. Um, so whatever. So like, like go to his place eventually, like within a week and like, you know, have like a very civilized conversation over like post, I'm sorry, pre obligatory drinks, right? In his apartment. Mm-hmm. Oh, in his ap- so you started. I, d- I completely, he negotiated me down to fuck buddy and I was like, th- I was like eating up the but scraps. He, just, he, he negotiated with you just by suggesting it. Yeah. I was just like, yes. Yes, I'll take it. Because the problem is... And hey, like, Natasha, do you want to get lunch later? <laughs> um, y- yes? Yeah, do you want to get lunch after we murder somebody? Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I negotiated you Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, only after you murder my enemies. Right, exactly. Cool, Sure. Yeah, awesome. sounds great. Perfect. Well, also, this is because I was operating on... Uh, an ideology that I don't operate on anymore, which is like, I'm a cool, liberated chick. Like, if I get you into bed, right, you'll just get how dope I am and you'll just love me, right? right? Are you like 24? 20, this was like literally two years ago, right? <laughs> but this was one, of, this was the last event of that. Like, this solidified that that does not work, right? And that right. maybe, maybe it's a better plan to not fuck a dude before he takes you out to dinner, 
Right? I'm not trying to get radical on your show. I'm not trying to be the Janine Garofalo of the Air America here. No, please. <laughs> no. So, uh, so, like, we have sex, and it's like, I guess Before it's... Before dinner. Bitch, there is no dinner involved. It was literally, like, I go to his apartment, he pours me some scotch, I really like this Tarantino movie, really, so do I, and then, like, naked, right? Right. So, so do, you, do you think, uh, yeah. or was, uh, do you think I gained his respect? Absolutely. Uh, well, I, um, like when, when that was like, can you remember your mentality? Were you thinking like, okay, well, like I may not have ch- a chance to have sex with this, uh, middle of the road TV writer again, like a better, better make yeah. it happen. Or like if he watches me eat dinner, he may not have sex with me. No, like, when no, no, no. My, I think it was that like after and not to, paint myself as like some naive foel, a pan or whatever, (laughs) some deer like creature. But it was two strains. It's one that like, I'm a liberated woman and I can fuck like dudes and like, whatever, Mm -hmm. who am I to be stuffy? And what is this, the 1900s that I have to get dinner before I get, you know, my dick on, right? Which is like complete bravado and complete horseshit, right? But I was still kind of in that mode. Also, after like being in a relationship for five years, I was just like, oh, like courting, whatever. Like, let's just get to it. And, but like the kind of more latent idea was, yeah, like you will see like after we talk for 10 minutes and I blow your mind, I'm like, I'm a cool chick and you're going to want to hang out with me. Right. right? And I and I will long con you into loving me. Right. Which is always I mean, that's all it's ever been forever for me in one way or another is like mm-hmm. short con, long con. Either way. I'm gonna get you to love me, right? Right, right. And well, and you're not gonna, you're not gonna play it. Like, if you are willing to have sex with somebody, you're not going to pretend that you don't. Right. And like, if if he doesn't think that's cool, then fuck him. But right. then, but then, really, it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the thing. Is I'm like, oh, like I lied to myself and be like, oh, well, at least I get to have sex with this bro. But it's right, like, right. Who, sex is so fucking lame, and like, who needs it to a degree, right? It's like, yeah. I find that like sex, out- you do to feel loved. Yeah, exactly. Right truth like and to get sex I find that the the best use of sex is to get a dude naked to spoon me that's really it it's like if I have to have sex to get you yeah. to like Nate to like stroke my hair while I'm naked and tell yeah, me I'm beautiful yeah, yeah. I'll buy that bullet yeah right yeah <laughs> that was kind of where I was at right I, I, I definitely feel like in my in my lowest times or I don't even know if I would call it my my lowest times in my times when I wasn't being totally honest with myself with why I was having sex with somebody and nothing to do with the friction of no. a dick going in and out of me it was just like I look it in my eyes and who really like me. I'm really important. I didn't get fifth place at the spelling bee. I got first. I got first. Look, I can tell by the way you're looking at me that I'm a winner. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all it ever is, right? And I think like I somewhat understood that, and somewhat didn't. So, so you, so you, uh, you have sex at his apartment. So we have sex at his apartment, and I go like afterwards. I'm like, hey, okay, I'm gonna spend the night here, and like, because I don't think that that's like a weird thing to do. But apparently, in the world of like fuck buddy brodom, that's like. Yeah, that's like asking for a prenup. I'm not even sure what that is, right? And he like looks at me. He's like, "Uh, all right." And he's like, "Well, look, I I don't like being touched when I sleep." And I was like, "Uh, that's cool, because I just like like gummed your balls." But all right, oh, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Okay, whatever." Gummed his balls. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "All right, this seems like a completely legitimate arrangement." And then like. I leave. Maybe he didn't want you to stay over because you said phrases like gum my gum, balls. Gum your yeah. balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, do you want me to gum your balls? If only 
definitely there was something that like in this situation where I was like, oh, I did this weird thing. But I got to say, like, I was pretty. No, sure. I was pretty down. Yeah, Um, yeah. So like, so then like kind of weeks pass and I'm doing the thing where I'm like, oh, like his show just aired again and like it's probably really busy or yeah, like yeah, anytime yeah. like are you guys talking at all we're like doing horribly raunchy text messages that you know like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. make my like you know nipples rock hard but like make my heart empty you know like, <laughs> well your heart juice from your heart goes out to your nipples and I'm back again if only it would uh, balance Which is out a lactating feeling <laughs> it's not until you get a wedding ring that your fluids balance out <laughs> that's right it's like it's like a metal thing right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so like my flu- my feel fluids are all over the place right <laughs> and I'm like ah oh. so eventually like uh so the next time you know, he's like, uh, let's make it quick. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like, sh- can't encroach on I'm sorry, time. so the next time that you, like, go over to his apartment, he says, let's make it quick. Yeah, I mean, this dude's a busy guy, Aaron. I don't know if you're oh following the God. story. <laughs> it's Emmy season. So, like, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so then, like, I, like, roll over at, like, 11.45 at night, right? And I'm like... With how much warning? Oh, like maybe. Oh, it's like the type of thing where like you you get a text at three p.m. It's like let's let's do something night. And I'm like yeah, absolutely. And I'm like tweezing my eyebrows and like yeah, yeah, doing yeah. The whole, like I feel pretty routine yeah. and like powdering. I'm super busy. I got so many other dates and things going on. I have so many assignments, but I guess I'll make time for you. Yeah, and I'm like literally like doing like I'm like taking rose petal bath and like trying to like scrub out any kind of like ooh, there's a hater. I gotta get rid yeah, of it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And uh, and then it's like literally just waiting. Just waiting to hear, like, when that time is, right? Oh. It's, like, the worst. I, like, I cannot relive this, like, oh. So, uh. so finally, like, you know, like, a, maybe 11. So, like, 11.45. Jesus. And so I'm, like, like, secret agent, out the door, drop my panties, time to go, right? Yeah, yeah, And I yeah. show up, and uh, he's, like, uh, it's just instant. Like, we're just instant boning, right? And it's, like, oh, all right, oh, okay, it's one of those, like, kinky, sexy, or not, uh, mute situations, right? Yeah. So at the end, maybe not so much uh, sexy as scientific. No, more as a, like an unbelievably degrading <laughs> like you're a car wash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're at his apartment. So you're at his, I'm bone at his, immediately. Bone immediately. Condom bone, which is just like, why even bone if there's a condom there? <laughs> Hear that, young women? Uh, shout out to all of our 15 year old listeners. Well, I don't. I, 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 um, that's part one. This is a, once again my argument against casual sex, which is like casual sex beyond like the, all the emotional carnage is mm-hmm. also shitty because your badge is going to be smelling like latex. Not about you, but I have a very delicate lady part that she gets irritated. Uh, okay, I, see. I get irritated emotionally and right. vaginally from this stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have irritating vaginal. And this is after a five-year relationship where, like, both of you yeah. had been, like, tested and you're, you're on, you're oh, on yeah. the birth control and all that. So, like, right, you have the intimacy. It is a weird switch. Right. Switching back. Where yeah. it's like, I just feel like I have a doctor sticking two fingers in me. That's essentially yeah, what it feels yeah, like, yeah. right? Yeah. So, anyways, so then I'm like, so he's like, I have a real early flight to one of his, like, stand-up shows on the East Coast or some shit, right? And I was like, okay, well, I'll get out of your, your hair in a minute. And I was like... Um, but I was like trying to be like all sexy Mrs. Robinson provocative or whatever <laughs> by asking him basic questions about himself. I was like, oh, how was the show at Largo? And he was like, fine. And I was like, do you like doing stand up? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, are you just giving me like one word answers to wait me out? He's like, you have about three more minutes. And I was like, 
All right. I was like, and finally, finally, whatever shred of dignity was like left in the fucking hollows of my bones was like, maybe you should leave. Uh-huh. So like, I, start- I hope this story ends with you guys being engaged because yeah. this is the most beautiful love story I've this ever This is heard. actually my, this. I do radio invites to our wedding. So like, this is, <laughs> everyone is invited. Let's bring tiny succulents and doilies. Uh, he's only going to be there for 15 minutes. <laughs> he's got other shit to do. Uh, he, he can only walk me, watch me walk down half of the aisle. He's actually um, probably just going to text me his vows. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. He's really cool. He's really busy. He's got a lot of really important stand-up just shows. Just trying to be supportive. Yeah. yeah. No, right. you have to be. Who, I'm not going to be some bitch who's going to tell him, like, don't do your stand-up shows. Stay no. here and cuddle with me. I mean, you're already being kind of a dumb bitch by wanting a ceremony. Well, that was what was amazing about it. So we were like, so I was like, well, I was like, what? Uh, so I'm like trying to like uh, untangle my dress and put it on. He's like, look, you know, like what we have here is is cool. Like you don't have to get all girly about it. And I was like, <laughs> and like. He said that or you said that? Oh, he said that. Oh, okay. And he's like, you know, this is about like just having fun. All of a sudden, like, we don't need to talk and get all girly about it. And I was like, uh, uh, all right. And like, I didn't know what to do with that. I went to my car. Just the 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 feelings in my nipples went with the juice. The yeah, feeling yeah, juice yeah. went from my nipples right to my eyes. And I was just like, I feel ashamed. And it was the yeah. first time in my 20s or in my entire sexual history, which has been varied and uh, layered, was like, did I feel like deep shame of like, wow, you know what? All the signals were there. Like, yeah. this dude is a monster. Maybe don't do that. Cut to two weeks later when I send that motherfucker another text message. And like, what are you doing? Because this was when I, uh, this was a period of my life which I like to call the darkness, right? It was just like, it was just dark. I was just lonely and like didn't know what I was doing and Mm -hmm. just was like, like just reaching for any sort of affection or validation or for somebody to stroke my hair and say, get out of my apartment. So, um, so I sent him a text, (laughs) right? And uh, it's like back and forth, back and forth and all dirty, horrible shit. And he's like, well, you know, he's like, you can come over later tonight under one condition. I go, what's that? He goes, "Uh, no talking, one position, your ass in the air. So I'm with my fro, my fro. (laughs) I'm with my bro friend, Josh, who gives like the worst advice on women. And I was like, Josh, like, what do you like? Is this like some like next level kink power play? Or is this dude like a monster? He's like, I don't know. I guess like the only way to get figured out is to like go there and find out. <laughs> Which is like the what a pal. Yeah, like the bet. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it sounds like really fun. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. So then, but before I do that, <laughs> I'll be in charge with my ass in the air and not gonna, I won't be able to say anything. Right. So I was like, all right. So I was like, but first thing we should do is get really drunk. Because I'm filled with feelings that I need to numb right now. Mm-hmm. It's like boozing, boozing, boozing. And I keep getting text messages from him, and you know, he's like, he's in the writer's room. I don't know if you know about the strains of the writer's room, but they're really demanding, right? Yeah. You can go on all night just writing funny things. Totally. And they're all they're constantly working. Always writing. There's never any downtime. No. It's There's like when you never work at the, any uh, Nerf ball throwing around. No, or it's like when you work at the Red Cross, watching, you know? Yes. Once you're in the camp yeah. with the refugees, there's no <laughs> Start and stopping on writing comedy. I've noticed that sometimes when I when I hear bits and pieces of this podcast, like, I can't tell when I'm kidding. We're being totally sarcastic. There's a ton of downtime in a writer's room. A ton. Like, clearly, like, there are times when you, you can't talk or you can't reach out right. to people. But there's a ton of downtime. Right. <laughs> yeah. Downtime. So so I keep getting these these 
text that it's like, it'll be 1 a.m. It'll be 1.30. It'll be 2 o'clock. And I'm just like, oh. And I'm just like, the booze is mixing with the melancholy and the desperation and the sads. And he's like, it'll be 2.30. And I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, oh, I'll be honest. I probably had like two and a half drinks. And I, um, I'm driving. I'm speeding uh, to his general area, which is near the coast. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like... And then I get another text and it's like, it'll be three o'clock. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to drive to the beach and clear my head because this is just like, this is finally starting to become a bad idea. And right when I make that decision, like Lady Gaga comes on and I was like, Woo! and I turn on Lady Gaga and then all of a sudden it's like, and like the cops are behind me. And I was no. like, oh, this, this, this is 3 a.m. or 3 p.m.? It's about 3 a.m. Oh, 3 a.m. speeding, took my panties off uh, because I had a sex date. Right, right, right. Like, but I, you didn't take them off when the sirens came on. No, this is, yeah, right. I'm like, this is actually a story about how your dad was a cop who <laughs> left you and she, you were four and you hear sirens, you have to take your underwear off. Exactly. It's a, it's a gritty drama. Uh, it's a coming of age drama. So like, talk to the cops, like within uh, seconds, I'm on the hood of the car, like oh, with man. handcuffs on my back, right? Or I'm handcuffed. So they take me down to Van Nuys and they're like, you know, they breathalyze me. I'm drunk, and they say like, "Oh, you know, your your dress has straps on it, which could harm you or other people. Which could harm you or other people. Uh, we need to we need to take that. So now I'm in prison scrubs, and like it's maybe four uh. thirty in the morning, and the only thing I can uh, like in truth besides like, oh shit, how am I gonna get my car out? Da da da. Is like, I don't have my cell phone. What if dude thinks I totally bailed? Right? Oh, no. Yeah. Which so, would be the best. Which would be the best way to do it, right? <laughs> if you actually wanted him to like you. Yeah, right? This shitty piece of shit, horrible, dumb, I'm sure not that funny asshole. Not if that you funny. you actually wanted him right. to. Right. This would be the ultimate neg move in, uh. in, the, in the idioms of the game. So, like, then at, like, five in the morning, about, like, 19, 18-year-old black hookers get put into my cell, into right. my holding area, into my yeah. pen, if you will. Uh, because this turns into a dance party. This, have you seen Oz? It was like that, but with more <laughs> dancing. So, like, these bitches come in because there was, like, some prostitution sting. And this, for them, is just, like, this is just a pain in their ass. While I'm sitting there, like, whimpering, feeling uh, the shame, wearing my prison scrubs and my kitten heels and my Banana Republic cardigan. They come in and they're like, what the fuck? Where's my blanket? Where's my da 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 Right? George, you're looking good. You're losing weight. That's right. All right, all right. You sit down, Tatiana. You sit it's exactly down. like Night Court. Uh, um, right, and so one of them, Passion, was like, like Hello. I was like, I'm cold, and she's like, get this bitch a blanket. Get this bitch. And then like, and like the chola guard would not get me a blanket. And she's like, what bitch? You mad? You mad? Because I make more than you in an hour than you make all night. Yeah, bitch. She's like, how's the recession going? I'm not making to this you? up. To the guard. Oh, to the guard. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't know whose side to take because passion makes uh, some very good points, right? Well, also passion's name is passion. Right. Well, I found out later. So passion at one point is like, I'm gonna call my daddy. And I was like, you know what? I should probably call my father. But we were, and I'm not, I'm honestly not saying that as a joke. I really thought she was calling her dad. I was like, well, at least this woman has like a father figure in her life. <laughs> and then, uh, and like she calls and she's like, nigga, my name ain't Passion. My name ain't, that ain't my real name. You don't know how to bail me out. My name ain't Passion. And I was like, uh, what am I doing? So then like after I call, uh, oh, I haven't called my dad yet. And I'm, I'm telling the whores about why I'm in jail. And the whores are like, 
girl. And they're like, girl, that don't sound right. And it was literally like, are you serious? Like, the, oh, that with the- yeah, like the 19 <laughs> year old hookers are like making life calls. I'm like, mm, mm, right. No, you need to respect yourself. Girl, girl. your yoni is your center, right? Like, so, oh so I was like, all right, fuck this. So I finally called my father. And uh, he answers at five in the morning, and I'm like, Dad. And he's like, the number came up from Van Nuys. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, DUI. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, Natasha, how could you? And I was like, what? And I immediately start crying. I was like, I had to get naked in front of a guard, and there's 19 black hookers here, and I don't want to do it. And I don't know where I wear hard. And then I just hang up. Because I'm like, okay, I'm going to figure out how to do this on my own. And then, like, a couple of hours went by where I'm in jail and it's really awful and at one point I was like I have to pee and they were like there's a toilet right over there which is like the toilet in front of like 26 bunk beds and I was like and the first thought that went through my head was like oh I'll just ask them for where the private toilet is <laughs> and I was like oh no wait I'm in jail because some people uh, choose the public bunk bed <laughs> toilet which would you like ma'am yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, public toilet private toilet yeah. uh, so I was just like I was like fuck some of our ladies like to show off <laughs> we encourage you go all to the forms. show toilet <laughs> Or this, or the mystery toilet, mystery toilet. Oh, sounds like the worst. Like it's a toilet that like you don't know what it's made of. That's if you sit like, on it, it's either ice or wax. Or <laughs> why is that like not an improv herald team? Like mystery toilet, mystery toilet. performing in cage. It match. is. They're they're huge in Hoboken. <laughs> so uh, so like it gets really dark. So now like now I'm crying. Now I hate myself. Now it's all kind of coming roost. So I finally and you're sobering up. Sobering up, finally get released at about like nine, <laughs> about like nine in the morning, right? I take my mug shot and I walk out, and because my dad's like a big Goodfellas fan, and we love Goodfellas, I walk out and there's my dad at the court steps, and he goes, "Oh, you popped your cherry," oh. um, and he gives me the applause, <laughs> and uh, and then a bag of coke. <laughs> And then we just party on life, your life. <laughs> You're doing great. Um, so then, uh, so then, yeah. So then, like uh, after, uh, but the, oh, so then I get my cell phone, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, moment of truth, right? Is it going to be like blown up? Of like, do you think it was? I, I, I honestly was anticipating. Where are just one? Where are you? Text, right? Nothing. <sighs> Not a single. So that bro like went to bed, being like, oh, whatever. Yeah, all right. yeah. I'm uh, kind of sleepy, right? So, anyways, that was like. So now I've been on probation for two years, three years. It ends this December. Finally, I did 40 weeks of AA. I had to go on a morgue Whoa. tour, where I had to go What's look a at a morgue tour. Morgue tour. Well, you have a choice when you get a DUI. You can either go on a morgue tour, morgue tour, morgue tour. I said a morgue tour. Morgue tour sounds delightful in Gaelic. <laughs> um, a morgue tour. Or an hour with Mothers Against Drunk Driving, where they just tell you, like, this is how I lost my son. Right. So I was like, uh, I'll go with the morgue tour, where you go to the coroner's office and you see people who were either killed by drunk drivers or were drunk when they were killed. Wow. Yeah. I, I had no idea uh, the, the, these punishments were so poetic. Yeah. I thought no. it was just like you had to dig ditches or. No, no, no. Hate. This shit is real. Like, yeah. This, no. Yeah. What was that? Okay, sorry. Yeah. I mean, it was... It a was, million questions. Yeah. I mean, it was absolutely horrible. I will say that, like, this is... And not to be like, hey, Aaron, I brought you a pamphlet about Jesus. But, like, this was actually 
one of the best things that happened to me because it forced me to be like, think about your choices, right? Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. it did become like a thing where I was like, oh yeah, a lot of times when I do stuff with dudes that I generally maybe wouldn't do, there's usually some alcohol involved, Certainly. right? Yeah. yeah, so I mean, that just numbs the very, very quiet voice that says like, mm, Natasha, maybe you shouldn't do this. Okay, never mind. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, I'm uh, being drowned by tequila. <laughs> Swept away, right? Exactly. So, so yeah. So, so then that uh, that bro ended up text messaging me maybe like three months later, and I'd found out like during that period of time that he had been like concurrently sleeping with like somewhat of a good friend of mine, um, who is no longer a good friend of mine. She because she knew that you oh, were going whole, through this whole thing. She knew the whole thing. She knew the whole thing. That's a bummer. Yeah, a bummer. she kind of sucks. So I was just like, oh, like we're done. I'm done with you crazy internet writer crew who has no boundaries and like sense of decency. Um, so he text messaged me like three months later and was like, uh, hey, how's life? And like I had to stop myself from text messaging like terrible I'm HIV positive get yourself checked out right uh, just just to, uh, uh, <laughs> just to freak them out uh, uh, I was I, about to call you I right. on my list <laughs> um, holy smokes and I didn't respond which was like uh, you know wow. probably the best that's a uh, thanks guys that's, re- that's really good you guys are like my women's group um, so yeah, so, so that, that also like marked the kind of like end of that epoch of like riding the, the sex wave of fuck. Uh, epoch? I think you mean epoch. Epoch, right. <laughs> Nietzsche. Um, so like after that, it was like, uh, I like actually like took a vow of celibacy where, and it wasn't even a vow of celibacy. It was actually a very simple rule. It was like, uh, I'm not going to fuck anybody, but it doesn't take me out on five dates. All right. Which meant I didn't fuck anybody for a year because motherfuckers don't take bitches out on five dates, right? Anymore, yeah. Right? So, and then after that, like, eventually met a boyfriend and now we're, like, really deeply in love and I'm a healed Are flower. You? Are you deep in, deep yeah. in love? Yeah. Well, I met, I met a boyfriend who was, uh, like, a, uh, have you seen Melancholia? Yes. Okay, so I was like... Are you dating Kirsten Dunst? I was... Yeah, I was dating Kirsten Dunst. They are unreal. Okay, she's the best. Like, remember when Kirsten Dunst is like, (laughs) like sticking jelly in her mouth and like can't get into the bathtub? Uh I was dating the dude version of that. Kirsten Dunst movie. She does that every movie. (laughs) Like, interview with the vampire Kirsten Dunst. Um, (laughs) Like, I was basically dating a really gorgeous dude who was uh, from Melancholia and I became like the Charlotte Gainsborough character. I was like, I hate you sometimes, but let me make you meatloaf. Right. And then we broke up. But now I'm like legit in love. I live with my boyfriend who in a trailer, in a double wide trailer in the Pacific Palisades. Tax bracket. Wow. Moving up. Who doesn't have a Twitter account? Doesn't <laughs> doesn't have a Twitter account. Uh, and why why is that a selling point for you? I mean, right though. I mean, like, isn't it like it's when you're like so kind of like plugged into the verse, into the right. T verse, and into like yeah, the whole yeah, yeah. kind of like internet milieu. It's so refreshing for someone to be like, "What's boing boing?" And you're like, "I don't know. Just put your dick in my mouth. You're amazing." You know? <laughs> <laughs> Who's like, oh, or he'll be like, "I really love the article you wrote." why are all these commenters so mean? And I'm like, I don't know, but you're great. And he's a cook and he makes me stuff and he strokes my hair and he looks into my eyes and I don't even need to fuck him to do that first. So yeah, jokes on this bro. Uh, How long have you been dating your boyfriend? 
Three months. Three months. And you guys live together? Yeah, we live together. We've known each other for like 15 years oh, okay. uh, because okay. Um, we were in rival high schools where he was on the football team and also in the drama club. Okay. <laughs> and he was Jean Valjean in Les Mis. Hello. Um, hey. So Ladies. <laughs> oh, my gay friend is walking um, So, like, we, uh, so I've always had a crush on him. Uh, look, I don't want to, like, brag here too much as, I, like, I feel like I've done this whole time by talking about, like, the, like. <laughs> by your, uh, talking about your DUI. Yeah, my DUI, my B-list, like, yeah. bone stories. But, like. Uh, we get it. You're the coolest. I know. Um, You're the most responsible. <laughs> This dude, most often people have been like, oh my God, that guy looks just like Tom Hardy. And when I saw Inception, I was like, that guy looks just like Jack. Like, I was like, that's who this Tom Hardy guy looks like and my boyfriend Mm -hmm. Jack Mm -hmm. before we had started dating. His name is Jack? Hell yeah, his fucking name is Jack. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he's like, he's just like, oh, you'll meet him tonight. You'll meet him. You know, you'll be like, Natasha, who's Tom Hardy? Oh, are you Jack? Yeah. Uh, hello. Yeah, and he calls me like he's just like he's really beautiful and nice, and um, and uh, like I had always kind of had a crush on him, but he always dated these like fucking dippy ass lame girlfriends. And finally, I heard that he was single, and I was like, "Hey, why don't we like grab dinner?" And he's like, "Why don't I make you dinner?" And I was Whoa. like, "Okay." And then after that, we just like been inseparable, and it's been wonderful. It's it's honestly been like oh. This is what it's supposed to feel like. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's easy and safe, and like I, I don't, I don't know what our relationship would be like if the if it didn't start with the Olympics, because that really bonded us. Like for seven hours, we just sit next to each other and be like, yeah, yeah, "Fuck yeah. you, South Korea!" Like, <laughs> like it just brought like a, a like patriotism, patriotism, and, a, and like a love of beach volleyball is really like the the bond, our foundation. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't have cable. So when you when you were talking about that um uh, terrible piece of garbage, yeah, uh, the DUI story. Um, you were, by, by the way, is that like wrong to like talk out of school of like this dude who did I this hope thing. not or we want to have a podcast or the FCC is going to come down and be like that's not very nice. Um, no, like, I don't think so. Rules? I think well, I think that it's wrong to talk out of school. I mean, it'd be one thing if you said his name and were slanderous. I think it's wrong uh, if if you're dishonest. Like if right. if you simultaneously were doing that to somebody else, or like you, I don't, I don't know, right. whatever. But it, you know, you have to deal with your own god, Natasha. Oh shit! Shit just got so, real. Uh, easy, easy does it. On my podcast, I don't, I don't have any problem being one hundred percent open. So I don't. Well, and, and also like the that guy's behavior was shitty. I don't want to see him dead at the bottom of a ditch. Right. Speaking of Goodfellas. <laughs> or Casino. I just watched or Casino like in a vice last grip. Night. Head in a vice grip. Holy right. smokes. Yeah, I just... Uh, uh, hey, can we have more voiceover in Goodfellas <laughs> and Casino? Because I don't know how every character is feeling. You know what, though? Listen, the one person who doesn't have a voiceover who deserves it in Casino is is Sharon The Stone. Casino. The Casino. <laughs> I watched Here I all am, these shiny, like, yeah. <laughs> all these gamesters walking in and out, <laughs> making all these deals. 
Um, yeah, but but all of Sharon Stone's dialogue in Casino is basically a voiceover. Would so she's in, so she's so insane. Her voiceover would just be like, uh, "Cocaine, cocaine, Vicodin, cocaine, cocaine, <laughs> cocaine, Virgo. sucking dick, cash, 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 cocaine." And then it would go back to Pesh, Joe Pesci and be like, "Meh, me, Chicago, Chicago." Who would you Who would you rather fuck? If you a gun to your head or your head's in a vice grip, like um, <laughs> worst James Woods in that movie or Joe Pesci in that movie. Ooh. And James Woods in the Gucci uh, suit with the epaulets. Okay, okay. Uh, like ju- just just sex, or you have to like deal with them. You have for to talk a weekend. To them. Yeah, it's a weekend. It's a sex weekend in Palm Springs. Okay, okay. So Joe Pesci uh, in Casino is a murderer. Yes, and um, a uh, and a liar and like a is a Napoleon complex. Right, and then James Woods is. Like drug addict, uh, I believe, uh, I believe mooch, mooch. Uh, a uh, Beverly Hills golf pimp is how <laughs> is how uh, Robert De Niro refers to him. Card right. shark, golf pimp, pimp. I mean, he's a pimp. He like pimped yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have your murderer. Yeah. You have your earthy Italian swarthy murderer. Yeah. Or your lithe, mustachioed, powdery pimp. Okay. I, the murder, I have a harder time with. Ethically. Ethically. <laughs> and uh, sexually. Um, I, I think it would be terrifying, like, thinking about having sex with somebody and then it popping in my brain, like, oh, they've put someone's head in a vice. Sure. Uh, that doesn't arouse you? Because that, that <laughs> my, once again, my nipples are going. I'm sorry to keep bringing this back to them. <laughs> um, I, well, and then James Woods... Uh, I really like his voice. He has a sexy voice. Uh, Mississippi Rising, um, Mississippi, Hades, and right, right. Am I saying the wrong thing? No, uh, Mississippi Burning. 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 He Mississippi the, Rising is the sequel that no one saw. <laughs> it was straight to DVD. I feel like that's one of the Hunger Game installments. Mississippi <laughs> Rising. Mississippi Rising. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he played uh, Hades in the Hercules movies, so he has oh, that like he was like yes. a that, that child like voice. Well, like Joe Pesci, I just like, just always I just want him to stop his voice. And he was in Raging Bull, though. I I actually have not seen Raging Bull. Is I just this is this was my weekend. I just watched uh, my followers followers on Twitter. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Twitter. Um, do you want I to just put in watch your Twitter handle right now? Yeah, so they know. at Aaron McGaffey. Uh, follow me. You won't be. You won't be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be sorry because uh, I do try to plug my Twitter every <laughs> podcast, and I don't know why. And then I think about it, and I do know why. I just want my ex boyfriends to see that I have. Oh, so <laughs> bad. It's nothing to do with like actually. Sometimes I change my privacy settings on Facebook so ex boyfriends mm. can see. My Tom Hardy boyfriend, or like, uh, or like, I'm like, oh, here, here I am on the cover of, uh, you know, New York Magazine with my article, and I'm, I'll just like make that public, and I'm like, oh, whoops, did I, did I accidentally not set my privacy settings? <laughs> Silly me. This is me in Palm Springs with my gorgeous boyfriend. Yeah, but no, I get it. That's what it's all about. Look, life, life is about winning the war against ex boyfriends, right? And maybe happiness, but that's no. that's like fourth. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. No, I, 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 I like Twitter. Tweeting. Um, I uh, my I, I did have an ex boyfriend who was really uh, possessive over Twitter. He got on Twitter before me, 
And he also had an iPhone before me, so he would be checking his iPhone, and he'd be like, "Huh, got another follower." Ooh, <laughs> ooh, because like, he gets the alerts. Yeah, Do you yeah, get the yeah. alerts? Uh, yeah, well, he yeah he he did, I guess. And and I was like, ah, oh, cool. And I was like, you know, what? I I should get on Twitter. He's like, ah, you don't have to get on. Twitter. You don't need to get on Twitter. He really he didn't he didn't want me to. Um, I don't know if it was because it was like his thing or yeah. Like, and then we before we break up broke up we um we went on a break. That's the best. To focus on our careers. Uh, we went on a break. And uh, in that time, like, we went on a break, and I, I was working out of town. So I got on Twitter because I, like, I, I didn't have very much to do. Mm-hmm. I immediately followed him because it was like, we're going on a break, but we still love each other. We're still going to get back together. Uh, and he, like, wouldn't follow me on Twitter. So I kept uh, on, like, unfollowing him and then refollowing him. Uh, I was like, maybe he doesn't see that I'm on Twitter. His family followed me. His friends followed uh, me. And he never and then, and then that probably even popped up like people you may know or oh, like yeah, sure people constantly. like you. He's like, you've yeah. been in this woman's vagina. No, not <laughs> worth a Twitter follow. I understand. You have to keep your countdown. You have to keep your number low. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you've picked out kids names, why follow the right, mother of your future children on How Twitter? How long are you dating this dude? Uh, a year, a little over a year. Sounds great. Yeah, yeah, it was a dream. I uh, speaking of slander. Yeah, no need to get into it. All I'm going to say, not together anymore. Not sad. We're not together anymore. Yeah, legit, legit. That's Un- it. Did you unfollow him? Is the question. Uh, I did. I did unfollow him, but I'm sure me unfollowing him was much more dramatic for me than it, it was for him <laughs> not following me. <laughs> Okay, so what you were going to say about this weekend. Did you watch Raging Bull yes, this weekend? Yes. Or you didn't? Uh, no, no, no. I had never seen the Godfather movies. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Intense. Yeah. Intense. I had never seen the intense. Here intense. am I. I'm a, <laughs> a high was school. Really intense. Um, I had never seen the Godfather movies. And so uh, my boyfriend, Dan, speaking of uh, great boyfriends. Great boyfriends. Was like, you got to see the Godfather movies. Uh, you got to at least watch Godfather. So we started watching Godfather and I was like, oh my God. Oh, like, wait, you watch, you watch Godfather with your boyfriend? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love that. It was great. Yeah, we watched Godfather. And uh, we started, like, on Friday night or something. And we watched, like, the first half of Godfather. Yeah. And then on Saturday, also, it was sick. So he was taking care of me. Oh, come on. Does it get better? Oh, wait, yeah. side question. When, uh, in Godfather 1, mm-hmm. when uh, Carla, I want to say, or, or uh, you know, Sonny's sister, and she's with the abusive Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. Connie. Connie. And, like, she's breaking the plate. yeah. Uh, Schwartzman. There's definitely a Schwartzman. Uh, she's breaking the plates. Does he say, go on, break them all, you guinea brat? Or does he say, oh, go on, break them all, you guinea whore? I um, I thought it, well, he calls her a brat for sure. He says okay. guinea. I, was gonna, I thought he was a guinea pig. No, he doesn't okay, say guinea pig. Would he? That would be an That's just me putting nickname. two words together. You guinea pig. Get on that wheel. <laughs> Eat out of that little smell terrible. Stop pissing on yourself. <laughs> You're fun for a day. And then we regret buying you. You bite. Get a hamster or a dog. Just wait until your parents will buy you a dog. It's true. It's true. And they make horrible. They make the yeah. Oh, but that's cute. You like that? Yeah, I like that little. Yeah, I, I was about to make a knocking noise, which is not what a guinea pig makes. Um, uh, I always wanted a guinea pig. Anyway, I think I think he says I think he says guinea brat. Okay. Yeah, you spoiled guinea brat. I love it. Yeah, which is great later because that uh, okay, what's what's her what's her husband's name? Chaz or something. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's some. It's something. It's something. I think the need. No. Yeah. Uh huh. Who knows? Uh, my apologies to <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> he was a big fan of the podcast. He just sent me a fan letter. Did he just follow you on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I would die. I would die. Uh, okay, so, so you um, watched Godfather. So I watched, I watched Godfather that night, and then the next day we watched the rest of Godfather, and then Godfather 2, and then Godfather 3. Wow. And then Goodfellas, because I had never Aww. seen Goodfellas. But like watching Goodfellas after watching The Godfather. Yeah, what, how'd that make you feel? Uh, bad. Yeah. It made me feel very bad. Made you feel it, bad? It, yeah. Well, it, 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 you, you had a beautiful date usually with a man, I, yeah. and he like, buys you dinner, and then... And then you go uh, bowling with your friend's little brother who you catch jerking off in the car. And you're like, really? Is this? It's weird because whenever I watch Goodfellas, it's a very life-affirming process. <laughs> Just a f- so much voiceover. There's and a like, lot of voiceover. I mean, I, I, I don't mind narration in movies because it's kind of like I, I love the Sandlot. I love like you know it's in the beginning. I, I love the Wonder Years. It's, it's very it's very comforting. Which, but by the way, Wonder Years huge influence on Scorsese. <laughs> That's where the voiceover come from. He's like, I want a Kevin Arnold esque. Is that his name in it? Kevin Arnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God I remember that. Nice. Um, Shout out to the Savages. Let me tell Speaking you of Twitter. I just started following Ben Savage on Twitter and then immediately unfollowed because he was weirding you out. <laughs> was he being weird? Uh, his, well, I, I stopped following him. He tweeted, um, "This girl just asked me on a on a date to to join her at um, Bikram Yoga." And then he was like, "I guess I better stre- start stretching or something." Uh, and I was like, "What is that joke?" Yeah, I guess you better start stretching. I don't know. Uh, like, a girl asked me out to a meal. I guess I better not eat beforehand. Like, what's your joke? Lol, lol, lol. Jk, I am. Um, uh, I follow Trent Reznor. Closely, to say the least. But on Twitter, do you follow on, him? Yeah, of course. What kind of monster Yo! do you think I am? No, no, I, I was trying to make the stupid joke of like you literally following Trent Reznor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I get it. Ha ha, funny it restraining order. Yeah, no, Not valid no yet. Funny. Um, <laughs> no uh, funny. No funny. Um, and uh, every, like, sometimes during the twilight, like the, the witching hour, you know, when it's like 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, like... It's quiet. We can have a personal at conversation, right? Celebrity I've never met who I've been into since I was 15 and used to like cut myself and cry and listen to. Um, so like I have maybe like five drafts of like perfectly crafted, humorous, not scary tweets to Trent Reznor that I can never pull the trigger on because I don't want. Do you have drafts of them on your phone? They're not on my phone. Uh, They're literally saved in a document. Uh, They're not on my phone. They're literally saved in a Word document because my fear is that some night I'll be like, or like drunk on my phone. Not drunk because I've been sober for three years. Thank you to my probation. But like that all all of a sudden think it's a good idea to like, because I feel like that's my moment. That that will be my moment. Right. That like if I hit it perfectly, Trent Reznor will be like, you seem like a really cool chick. This is my address. Why don't you come hang out? Yeah. Even to the point where, like, I don't want to be, like, the freaky, what he calls metal sludge type girl. <laughs> okay? He, he, has a, he has a derogatory name for his fans? Look, during, there was a period where when uh, Trent Reznor uh, announced his engagement to Mariquin Mansding, who was a... Who's for- a Batman villain. Yeah, who... <laughs> 
who is a former Filipino Playboy model. And I mean, what race is she now? Oh, <laughs> I know why I'm like a, a, a Jewish uh, I Ozarks like comedian. Right now. Ozarks? Ozark, Jewish Ozarks, the Catskills. Catskills, yeah, yeah. I feel like we need like one of those like big boy. <laughs> Um, so he like, was engaged to, to Poison Ivy. He was engaged to Poison Ivy. Filipino Poison Ivy. She's like, a storm is coming, Mr. Reznor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and like all the, all the kind of like angsty, what he called like plump metal fans, lady what? fans, starting like hate tweeting him and her being like, she looks like a whore and like da 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 da. And so he got upset and then quit Twitter. Right, yeah. Yeah, and like wrote an angry letter about them and he's like, hey cutters. He's like, make... Oh. He said, hey cutters? Yeah. Look, Trent was going through a dark period. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I feel for both sides. Yeah, right? Every, there's a lot of pain here. There's a long-term relationship. You know, there's a lot of ins and outs. And he's like, you know, make sure that you go, uh, what is it, vertical, not horizontal. <gasps> yeah. 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 And so, and but he apologized and then he took it like a, a break off Twitter. So I've even crafted tweets that are somehow complimentary to him and his wife to show like, hey man, I'm not trying to like Bogart or like mess up your relationship. I respect you both as artists because now they're in a band together. If you're listening, Trent Reznor, I'm at Natasha VC. On Twitter, <laughs> do you think do you think Trent listens to your podcast? I know Francis Ford Coppola does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think Francis and Trent and Steve Buscemi had listening parties. <laughs> Would you have sex with Steve Buscemi? Um, <laughs> I want well. I, I, I want to say no. Would you make I, love to Steve I guess I know Steve listens. I don't want oh, yeah, to you don't wanna, Let's not make Steve uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. New line of questioning. Um, I really I, I really like Steve Buscemi. I think he's very talented. You think he's sexy? And, um, I, well, uh, no. He has I, that snaggle tooth and that like big kind of vaginal upper I lip. Think he, he always looks like a chihuahua to me. Um, and so, and I, I'm also, I'm, I'm 5'10". God, are you really? Yeah. You're so, yeah. a behemoth. May I stand for you? Yeah, please stand for... Oh, my God. I need a Sherpa to climb you. I'm huge. I'm a... Uh, yeah, I'm really tall. And uh, most actors... The uh, character are actors... Are taller? I'm pretty sure Steve Buscemi's... Steve Buscemi's is not tall. A little, little you know, guy. Steve Buscemi's in Redheads. Is he? Yep. All right. Just FYI. If you're listening, Steve... <laughs> I'm here to hook. I'm like a yenta. I come on this show. Like the, the redhead thing. Like uh, before, before I was with my boyfriend, um, guys would always like guys would hit on me at bars and say things like, "Hey, you know, I'm really into redheads." And you're like, "Oh," for and I'm like, for "Yeah." Sure. So are a lot of people. Yeah. And also, fuck off. <laughs> like, don't do me any favors because you like red hair. Wait, how did you meet Dan? Twitter? Uh, no, I, I met Dan. Well, Dan actually followed me before we met. Um, but I, this show, this feels terrible, was originally a live show at UCB, and he co-hosted with my friend Megan Gans, mm-hmm. who wrote for Community or writes for Community. And so uh, Dan, Dan followed me on Twitter because he he saw like the posters for the show and was like, "Who's this girl?" and followed me, and then we had him as a, a guest. And then he didn't talk to me during the show. And then afterwards, we talked afterwards. By talk, do you mean sex? 
Yeah, we sexed afterwards. <laughs> you sex talked. Yeah, we sex talked. Uh, but backing backing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're, you're talking about like uh, Trent Reznor and like making sure that he knows that you support his support life. his relationship. Yeah, I used to be when I was a teenager. I was an obsessive uh, Christian Bale fan. Oh, I love Christian Bale so much. I, I was back uh, when GeoCities and Angel Fire tripod. Were around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, listeners over 22 yes. will be familiar with this. Um, but I had my Pro before, Anna blog on that. Oh, nice. <laughs> Pro, that's, oh, God. That's a terrible internet rabbit hole to go down. The uh, anorexia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the inspiration. Yeah. The inspiration is what they the call worst. it now. Yeah. inspiration, yeah. Um, listeners, if anybody has... I need to stop. <laughs> I, it sounds like Frasier sometimes when I... <laughs> Please send me an email if you have a inspiration video, and I will come to your house and save your life. Um, anyway, uh, so I was uh, really into Christian Bale. I was a Balehead. I was yeah, kind of the, uh, a, a Balehead. Balehead. I have. I'm a Balehead. Oh, okay, well, Balehead, like back in back in uh, this would have been '98. Is this American Psycho era? Is this pre-American Psycho? Whoa! So like Little Women? Yes. Ugh. I fell in love with Christian Bale watching yes. Little Women as Laurie to the point where, like, I would watch that movie over and over again and would stop it before <sighs> the mustache part of the movie <sighs> where he's dating, um, he's dating Joe's little sister. Joe's sister. <laughs> Joe's sister. Uh, um, that, I feel like that was, like, the last time that he was cast as a romantic lead. After that, they were like, oh, there's something weird about you, Christian Bale. Well, he, he was also in a movie called uh, Metroland. Right after that, uh, where there's a where he's he's a little bit heavier. There's a, a lot of softcore Christian Bale oh. business happening. So, um, where are you on the issue of Newsies? Uh, I I enjoy Newsies. Don't sidestep the question. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's actually a big question for me. Yeah, I know. When I was in high school, and I was obsessed with Christian Bale, and I had a Christian Bale pillow. I, I was obsessed with Christian Bale and David Bowie. Mm. So I had a Christian Bale pillow and a David Bowie pillow because I was also into iron-on transfers. So you would like sandwich yourself, <laughs> yeah, between <laughs> the two, That's... one on my butt and one on my mm-hmm. my your nose. Why, why could I not? one on my nose? <laughs> why was I suddenly like really afraid? I, I hear the word pussy too much on this podcast. Oh, pussy is such a weird word. Yeah, well, okay. You say it's weird now. If you right. keep on, because I also did, and I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a pussy word advocate. Advocate, but I will say that, like, the more you say it, then you're like, it's fun. oh yeah, because you can say pussy, pussy, pussy. So side, uh, side pussy story. <laughs> Uh, I side pussy story. I have one. Uh, <laughs> no, under Christian Bale. Uh, no, God. Uh, here, the thing about me. Uh, thank you for hitting on me because I have red hair. I also have a hip pussy. So. Uh, it's great. You don't have to look at me. Um, anyway, I, I used to work at a at a call center, and there was a guy that would call all the time named P Man. Yeah, named sure. P Man. Who would call from? We thought he worked from the phone company. He would crank call us all the time. Uh, does but he would always crank call anymore? Well, P man did, uh, and he would always call from a different phone number. But you could, we thought he was from Las Vegas because you could always hear like slot machines in the background. <laughs> so he would be gambling and then crank call. Um, this, I used to work for a one eight hundred dentist. I don't know. I need to like pitch it. Like it's not a secret. So I used to work for one eight hundred dentist, and people would call asking for dentists, and P man would call sometimes. I <laughs> think maybe he still does. But uh, you know, there would be a there'd be an alert in the call center that would be like, 
attention everyone uh the p man is calling the p man is calling so be on your toes he would do this if a woman answered and i talked to him once and our conversation went like this uh hi thank you for calling 1-800-DENTIST my name is aaron and how can i help you today and, and he he was like ah i'd like a um oh, i think i I just want to kiss you. Oh, P-Man. <laughs> oh, is P-Man on Twitter? I want to follow him. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse me. And then I said, look, I just, I want your, I want your pussy. Your pussy. <laughs> your pussy. Your pussy. And then I was like, what? And then hung up. And it was so but if a guy, if a guy would answer, <laughs> I want your pussy, your pussy, your pussy. And I was sitting there. Wait, what's the difference between the dude and the girl? So when he would call, when a guy would answer yeah. and do the same thing, he would just, he just curse them it. out. He would just be like, motherfucker, fuck you, fuck you. you know? Oh, okay. Piece of shit. But like, if a girl answered, <laughs> oh, hi, how are you, lady? <laughs> I want your pussy, your pussy, your pussy. So, Why is there not a dance remix of this? Here's my question. Was, I, also, I dressed up like, we, we had a Halloween Christmas party or a Halloween Christmas party. We had a Halloween costume party. It's a very high concept over at 1-800-Dentist for our, for our employee days. Uh, we, we had a Halloween Christmas party. It's just a nightmare before Christmas party at Hot Topic. Speaking of girls cutting themselves. Yeah. Anyway. Horizontal. 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 Uh, I, I used to... Uh, oh, yeah. So, so I dressed as P-Man for, um, for the Halloween costume party. Did you conceive of P-Man as a young boy or as like a 90-year-old? I... Well, I, I dressed up like... Uh, as if he was a superhero. Yeah, so I and and I realized this was my first um, corporate uh, Halloween party, <laughs> and I learned a few lessons that day. Please, yes. Our other people are dressed as like I'm a cat. Yeah, it's uh, always kitty. I'm a I'm a mermaid. I'm a cowboy. But it's also like it's it's a corporation, so people still have to go to work. Right. <laughs> and I had been working there for a month, uh, and so I show up and I have. <laughs> I, I'm wearing a, a mustache and a pot belly and a mask uh, and high heels and fishnets. Yeah. So like half of him was like, he was trying to play up. Kind of like um, a Freddie Mercury in set free video. Yeah. Vibe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um and some people thought it was really funny, and then everyone else uh, learned my name that day. Right. Well, so. here's my question: What was the policy? Is, is the one hundred dentist policy that like you have to take every call, like even if it's P man, even if the alert goes out, yeah. he deserves a dentist. If he's like, I want your pussy, hey, pussy, your pussy, and I need the name pussy. of a good orthodontist. Well, the, the rule was that you couldn't uh, you couldn't hang up on anybody. Um, but so like, if, stuff, but if somebody was like lewd, then then you could hang up on people. Plus, like the people running the call center were people usually people who used to be uh, phone operators. Mm-hmm. So like the policy, I know there are some companies where they're like you can't hang up no matter what. Um, but this this was like ah, they just lost the call. But I would also get in trouble because I would talk to people people who just really needed to talk to somebody, and also about maybe have stories about. Oh, about their mouths and also about how they used to have an affair with Betty Davis or yeah, whatever. Like you, you would just yeah. talk to them for way too long and you would get in trouble for... For feeling. For, for feeling. For feeling. Uh, the Yeah, the heart penalty. It's such a sterilized world, the tooth industry. 
Sorry. <laughs> Accidental pun? Kind of. <laughs> More like, yeah. I'm just painting a picture for you. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, lo- so I love Christian Bale. I had a Christian okay, Bale yeah. website. And when he got married to Sidney <gasps> Blasek, yeah. big rift hard. in the Balehead community. Sure. Yeah. And I wrote an essay about how we should support their relationship. Absolutely. You're a mediator. Yeah. You were like, when there's like, like in Rwanda, when they send in like the peace troops, you were like one of those. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. There so wait, go. so how did you meet him? Is it because he read your essay? <laughs> Years later. <laughs> um, I... Well, I met him. I'm. I don't think I'm actually allowed to say publicly how I met him because this, this was like an eyes wide shut situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, uh, uh, I was an anonymous sex worker <laughs> party that Christian Bale was at. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I met Christian Bale for a thing that maybe people will find about out about someday, but because of the nature of it, maybe they won't. But it, did you tell be- him about your website? No, I had a very brief conversation with him because after the thing that we did, which is not sexual, it's don't lie. I don't know. I have to say, Christian Bale and I. There, there was a there was a thing that happened that was a scenario. We're we're, we're, in, we're in Los Angeles, and I'm an actor. God damn it! Okay. Anyway, right. I, I got to speak to Christian Bale briefly. Uh, after like we had met like in this kind of professional, professional way, and we're we're, sta- we're standing by for something, and um, I I had been talking about Steve Jobs earlier. Like someone mm. was talking about Steve Jobs, and Christian Bill came over, and I should say like when I when Christian Bill first walked into the room, I it's strange because I was so in love with him as a teenager and those, 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 those feelings fall away. Those like really into, or maybe they don't in the Trent Reznor case, but I'm sure that's evolved. It's evolved. Like you no longer cry when you think about him. So like when you, when you're a teenage girl or a teenage boy, I don't know. I don't know how it is for teenage boys. I had that with the cast of Rent. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so really like, Anthony Rappaport. I'll change you. So I, yeah, like your feelings are so intense and it hurts so it hurts. bad. But then you see, it was like seeing a ghost. Like right. I hadn't, um, I hadn't been obsessive over Christian Bale since my senior year of high school, and I kind of fell away during college when I was, had my own life and like met actual people and had right. we grew apart, yeah. had actual relationships, um, and uh, yeah. But then seeing him. 10 years later it was like seeing like a like my childhood kind of sure. walk into a room and it was it was really crazy i felt like i was kind of shaking a little bit um and then i had to i had to like pull it together and be professional yeah and then after this thing i uh he someone I was talking about Steve Jobs earlier, and he and he, and he, he was making a joke about Steve Jobs, but he l- was looking at me and talking to me. So all I heard was, <laughs> but he, he was making a joke about Steve Jobs. He's like, oh yeah, it's so crazy, Steve Steve Jobs, blah blah blah. And I was like, what? What's what do you mean? What's crazy? <laughs> so he like repeated, repeated what he said, and then I and then we had this awkward moment. And he was he had he was holding a water bottle in his right hand, but like I reached out with my hand uh, to give him a handshake, and just, just at the same the second, bottle out of his hand. No, just to his hand with a with the water bottle. I put my hand up, and I was like Aaron McGathy. <laughs> And he's yeah, like, yeah, and he's like, ah, Christian. And I was like, all right, nice oh to meet you. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. My just exploded. I afterwards, like the 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 
uh, one of the guys that was working on the thing that we did, like walked walked me down to my car, and he was he was just like making making conversation. And uh, I was like, great, great, great. I interrupted him to say, like, look, I'm so sorry. I literally have to scream in my car. So thank you so much. Hey, this has been great. I have to go. I have to get in my car and scream. I have to have a manic episode. Yeah. Here's my question. Laura Lenny and Love Actually. Uh, God, <laughs> literally what I, I so Laura screaming. Lenny. I made yeah. eye contact with that guy who I said that to because I was like, I, I just I can't, I, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. No. Well, here's my question. Would high school like did this somewhat feel destined? Like did like you know when you're in high school you're like somehow there will yeah, be yeah, a yeah. time in my life yeah. where I where Christian and I yeah. a share a moment yes. professional or uh, civil certainly romantic or otherwise one of these things will happen yeah, right yeah, yeah and it happened at the right time because it happened after. Like my manic and that you wouldn't be a crying mess. Yeah. And like the context where I met him, I, I got to be more of a peer and I didn't just meet him as a fan. So that's so. my you hit the nail right on the head. That is my thing about the Trent Reznor tweet. Right. Is that rather than being like, that gr- album that you suck, I love <laughs> I wanna be at a party where someone's like, Oh, have you met Natasha? She's a writer and her work has appeared in the New York Times and she has a book and da 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 and he goes oh that's really great to meet you and I'm like oh yes Trent I'm a big fan of your work he's like great why don't you just join me over at the the I don't know the talking sofa and you know like rather than like I just uh huh but um I I appreciate any any young lady who indulges in her emotional and sensual world via a tripod site is is a hero in my book, Aaron McGathy. Thank you. Aaron McGathy. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's my name. Yeah, I, I, I love it. Hey, hope you're liking this interview. Uh, a lot of girl chat, right? Right, guys? Um, so uh, this podcast is part of a podcast collective. If you go to feralaudio.com, um, you can donate to the show, which uh, which is great if you have a few extra bucks. If you donate $10 or over, I'll send you a postcard. If you donate $50 or over, I'll send you a package filled with things. Um, I'm still sending those out, and those have been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for your very generous, generous donations. I almost forgot how to say the word generous because I'm just so overwhelmed by your donations. Um, they really mean a lot to me. Uh, also... Um, this Feels Terrible Live is going to be at the UCB Theater on September in Los Angeles on September 30th at 9.30. Um, once, once those tickets become available, I'll let you know. But save the date. Um, I think Dan Harmon's going to be there. We'll, we'll talk about our relationship. I'll have, I have some other exciting guests that are, uh, are going to be on the show. So that is September 30th. Also... Here's a here's a new announcement. Um, I've been getting a lot of advice emails, which are awesome, and I'm I'm getting so many of them that I'm trying to be thoughtful with all of them. So it's taking me kind of a long time to get through them. So I'm gonna try something kind of new. Um, if you have an advice email uh, and you want me to answer it on the air, please send me an email to thisfeelsterrible at gmail.com and uh, we're gonna take a stab at answering some of those on the air so obviously make it a little concise and and make sure you feel comfortable with me reading it and you can put on there whether or not you want me to say your name you can put a code name like i'm dear abby 
whatever you'd like. And now let's get back to the shoe. So I moved back home with my parents. So I've lived with my parents for the last three years. Otherwise, I could not survive as a writer. Right. So it was like, okay, well, the option is uh, we either have really quiet sex while I share a wall with my parents. Yikes. Who, like, are pretty chill people. And pretty into it. Yeah, pretty into it. Um, <laughs> and, like, um, so it was either that. But, you know, I've always had a really hard time doing, like, a back and forth of, like, I'm at my place for two days, then I'm at your place for two days. It yeah. becomes exhausting. Over, and the, over the break, I was explaining, Natasha asked me if me yeah. and Dan live together, and I said no, but I, I spend uh, every night there. So I just, I, I made the decision today to take my, to pack up my stuff, which felt like we're, we're, our relationship is great right now. There are no problems. And it felt very funny, like bringing, he helped me bring my duffel bags down to my car. Why is this sad? Well, it's, it's, it's going to be fine. And I live like a quarter mile away from him. Oh, yeah. See, I was like, I was living like 45 minutes away from, because I live with, I lived with my parents Mm -hmm. in the sticks in like the far, far nether place of the West Valley, the West San Fernando. Valley. Oh, boy, yeah. Right, where the Kardashians live. Oh. But I'm in, like, the slums of the Kardashians. Anyways, so it would be the type of thing where it was, like, I would do, like, three days at a boyfriend's house and then do, like, two days at my house, my parents' house. And it would just be, like, almost kind of impossible to, like, focus, right? Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's very difficult. And I was just, like, so part of the reason why, like, I moved in with bro real fast was I was just, like, I want to be in one place, Right. Like otherwise I, it makes me like agitated and cranky where I'm like, yeah. oh, then I had to like drive here and I don't I didn't bring this pair of underwear. And then oh, I left my uh, yeah. And, yeah. and everybody sucks. And I'm hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> That's really like always what it comes down to. It's like, mm, I need a snack. It um, is, it's it is hard. I mean, like when I, I it's not um, because Dan and I don't live together. And I do think that we will eventually but it feels it's a it's a bigger deal because i live in a cute little hipster mid mid 20 year old apartment that's covered with my silly little paintings and my jack kerouac books from high school yeah so have to have those on display yeah yeah do you yeah, have yeah, a catcher yeah. in the rye book on display too i don't have that on display when, I, I have that much pride what's really cool is when you take a bunch of like four books that are like in uh like um literarily meaningful and then you stack them and then you put like a little succulent on top of it like a little plant <laughs> or a little elephant figurine yeah that's what's i mean that's the that's chic yeah, that's what I've learned from looking at my, design. Blocks. Yeah, my 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 apartment is pretty is pretty cool. It's, it's cool, pretty yeah, it's a cool place. Um, I repeat, my apartment's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't have a lava lamp, but though I do have a Spencer's gifts on my patio. Yeah, just a full. It's annoying because people are coming in and out of it all the time, buying crazy mugs. I just I have a very uh, twee, cute little apartment. Twee aesthetic to you. Um, are you like Zoe? Are you more of a Zoe or like a, or is like a, I guess it's a Zoe or a Zoe. Are you like, what, who's, who's the other twee darling? The other twee darling? Um, Zoe De, De, Deschanel's classic. Classic twee. Old, old school twee. Um, gosh, I don't know who would be the it twee girl. I mean, I guess it's me if I don't know who it is. Yeah, it's probably you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's like, you, do you have an I, Etsy I, shop? 
I'm. Pr- I do have an Etsy shop. Um, Etsy is it pronounced Etsy? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> No wonder my knitting club won't accept me. You don't know that they say are. <laughs> you guys selling these things on Etsy? <laughs> Yo, bitches, uh, what up on your Etsy? Yeah. Uh, I do have an Etsy shop. I'm also, well, I, I have my own because I because I do I do paintings. I love it. So, um, yeah, my apartment's very twee. I have a, I built all the furniture in my apartment. Oh, come on, that's I great. Built the, I have a wall in my apartment that I Built myself. Come on. Yeah, I have a cute. I um. So you're I, very DIY. My clothes are. I am very DIY, and my clothes are um all in a uh, filing cabinet that I painted green. So I have like a dresser that's a filing cabinet. I mean, it's a you whole. You know what thing. that is? Commitment when, to uh, being unique. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, in the design world, they'd call that whimsical. Ah, eclectic whimsical yeah i'm learning all the design terms right now i'm more of a cozy chic mid-century modern type girl Uh uh-huh but Uh i feel like you are shabby chic eclectic whimsy diy i am i well my apartment certainly is it's very yeah i have a very cute little apartment my my walls are decorated with national geographic things and is one of the reasons that you don't move into dan's that his whole house is actually decorated like steampunk (laughs) Because that's Dan what I've just, heard. So you speak, like Dan just discovered what steampunk is and he can't stop referencing it. Like, every time he references it, he doesn't know what it means. He just says steampunk and everyone laughs. Because it's hilarious. It is hilarious. No, Dan um, Dan just bought a very big house uh, right before we met. Yeah. Like weeks before we met. So he's still in the process of like decorating in, in it. In escrow? Like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what it it's means. It's not an S. Escrow means you're in the process of buying a house. Okay. So it's no longer, an, he he owns it and he's in the process of like redecorating or like designing it and doing all this stuff and remodeling it. So like he's a mega adult. Does right? he have a steampunk man cave? <laughs> no. With like hot air balloons. No, but he does, but he is putting together a man cave. Yeah, like I think, but like it's silly for him to call it a man cave because he's such like a girlfriendy guy, sort of like a romper room. <laughs> That's what that is. He has a he has this area upstairs with like two TV screens, so you can play video games and like masturbate. Get the full screen, and, and masturbate. Yeah, <laughs> you can play a video game, and then on the other screen, there's a, a high definition porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> HDP. <laughs> Um, so, yeah. So, but it feels, yeah. I mean, like Dan and I are, are in very different places in our lives, uh, financially. Mm. So like, I have this cute little twee apartment that like before when guys would come over, they would be like, Oh man, this is awesome. I want to move in. And Dan likes my apartment. He thinks it's cute. He thinks a Super Nintendo is, is really adorable. <laughs> and do you my, have a birdcage anywhere in your apartment? I don't. I may as well though. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. If it was a little bit bigger, like I'd have as a like a shower caddy. That's like you hit and like you put little like shampoo <laughs> bottles. Yeah, sell yes. that on Etsy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These are birdcage tower chattels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a very like homemade feeling, cute, whatever. So it when I like Dan can't like he's he's stayed with me at my apartment before, but it feels like camping. Like my apartment's right. really. I, and I have a roommate, so it it's small, to say the least. And it just feels like a weird exercise in, right. like, you do this for me and I do this for you when he stays over. So it's it just seems silly. But we also really like spending every night together. So, yeah. So then today when I was taking all my stuff, I'm like, look, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get grounded. 
I'm going to I'm gonna I moved take all my, my Pilates paintings. Class. I'm going to take my Pilates class. <laughs> I'm going to get super hot. Yeah. Um, so I yeah I br- brought all my stuff back over to my apartment so I can at least have my uh, work there. Yeah. And yeah, because it's it's shitty. I love hanging out at his house, but it's shitty because I don't have my things there and I don't live there so I never really feel at home and I'm always like half cleaning things that's how I felt when I was in jail <laughs> I was oh, like passion lives with Dan yeah that's exactly right. yeah 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 girl girl that's not my spend some time at your house the steampunk man cave <laughs> steampunk uh, steampunk man cave what would go in a steampunk man cave like a like skulls I don't know are they into skulls I would just no like steampunk is uh, like- a little too natural no um, bronze skulls. Bronze skulls. Maybe like a skull made out of, out of an accordion. <laughs> well, uh, a steampunk is like industrial meets uh, Edwardian, right? But so, it's, it, but it's also like what happened to the goth kids who went to like the Rocky Horror Picture Show at midnight and like had right. that, like you know sexual performative thing. I feel like that. Yeah, this okay, is swept okay. so those people up. A- Theology. Of yeah, I'm talking us. about the kind of ideological underpinnings of steampunk. Right, right. Theology, ideology. Yeah. Ide- uh, no, there's a theology. Speaking sure of not drinking, I have been doing the opposite oh, of that. The, but you um, know what? Drinking when you have a boyfriend is the best. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Soundbite. Yeah, because you're like, one, there's much more discussion of anal, even though it doesn't happen, but it's just like fun because you're just like, mm, I don't know. It's gin and tonic. And also, like, um, it's just like, oh, who doesn't want to like relax with a glass of spirits and your man watching yeah. Francis Ford Coppola movies or some dude's it. head in advice. Shout it's out drinking to Coppola. when you're single. That's like really, that's when you're playing with the dark forces of the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I find that that's uh, like my rule has always been when I get a boyfriend, I, I'm, I'm allowed to start drinking again or when my probation is up. So, right. um, because now I have it where I can't have a drop of alcohol in my body if I drive. Or else I go right back to jail. Yeah, uh, yeah. And lose my license for a year. And really? go back to the morgue tour and do the whole bit. Uh. So, But in December, you know I'm going to be getting drunk and talking about anal with my boy. <laughs> um, but yeah. But also I will say the other great thing about like not drinking being and being single is like uh, I found that when I was single and drinking... And in groups, all of a sudden, because you just get bored, right? It just gets boring after a while. Mm-hmm. I would, like, hunt. And I'm like, who is going to get my top off tonight and make me feel like a special lady? And it was just like, and I would just kind of drink until yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. that the, the standard had dropped so low that someone was going to be stroking my hair and rubbing my boobs, you know? <laughs> Now I don't the have hair that. Everything is a big thing. Everything, right? Like you know when they do that thing. You know when dudes do that thing where they look at you and then they like tuck your hair behind your ear and you're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, that and you're like, fill me with your babies. Back to the steampunk thing. Yes, please, always quickly. Uh, so you should call this the steampunk cast. Steam, yeah, sure. I'm here to just give you a new. <laughs> That'd be funny if I had an entire thematic. 
uh, podcast about being steampunk. I know nothing about right. it. Right, but, uh, but like... Uh, All right, steampunkers. Uh, <laughs> everybody, put on your knickers and your metal top hat. Let's get <laughs> steamed. <laughs> it's getting it. steamy in here. And then like a whistle. Yeah. And a, and a uh, trumpet. And, like, and you can hear like the crank that's like like supplying the electricity for these microphones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always think of the uh, the the Monty Python art. It was a Terry, Terry Gilliam. Yeah. Like hit when I think of steampunk. But like when, when you. Um, well, we're recording this in a Zeppelin right now. Certainly. Yeah. <laughs> we usually reveal that at the end of the episode. Oh, spoiler. Oh, it's fine. Um, it's weird that we reveal the same thing at the end of every episode. So, uh, but Natasha, so yes. uh, that those those scenes like um, steampunk or I I just revealed myself to be twee. Yes. Um, leaning, but it's it's more of like a loose aesthetic. It's not like I, it's it's not, like right now I'm wearing a sweatpants and, and my boyfriend's t-shirt. And a bonnet. And a bonnet. <laughs> my current boyfriend has um, a... Uh, Jackhammer. Jack, oh! <laughs> yeah, they, they call him Jackhammer. Um, he has a psychotic ex, like a literally psychotic ex-girlfriend mm. who has now begun stalking me yeah. through my... Uh, through my online footprint, if you will. Mm-hmm. And her Facebook will sometimes be locked, sometimes it won't. You know, I'll check that shit out. And uh, she posted, uh, can't believe my ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend is some Nine Inch Nails Marilyn Manson freak of nature <laughs> who likes manatees. Because I post manatee pictures on my blog because who doesn't like a manatee? They're the seas, cows, sea cows. Yeah, the yeah. Cows of the sea. Like, who doesn't? Like that. But she was like, guess the joke's on him. And I was like, first uh, of all, I don't like Marilyn Manson. Second, what's the problem with Nine Inch Nails? Thirds, what kind of monster no. doesn't like manatees? Um, she showed up to a court hearing in a Mini Cooper that she had just bought. And uh, she's a waitress. So we're like, I'm in a very, like, uh, like Sherlock Holmesian piecing together the bits that I know about her. I'm, yeah. f- I'm forming a dossier. I'm considering hiring a private detective just so, like, I know what this bitch's deal is. I know this sounds crazy. It's the first I've talked about it. But, like, it was really the Marilyn Manson thing that got under my skin. Well, it's it's upsetting. I mean, you have nothing to do with her. You, as far as I know, there was no foul play. You didn't Mm-mm. steal her boyfriend away. No, they had broken up. Oh, wait, can I, t- can I tell you the really... Talking about this feels terrible... Let me tell you what feels terrible. Just remember the name of the show. No problem. Follow Aaron McGathy, Twitter slash dot gov. Um, <laughs> after our first week of dating, where I'm like, this is bliss. Like, here's a man named Jack who cooks, doesn't have a Twitter account, makes sweet, soulful love to me, and is kind and loves watching. Does that mean it's covered in uh, collard greens? It's it's drenched in cum. Um, no, it's a... Uh, uh, <laughs> And, and collard greens. Come drench collard greens. And, um, God. <laughs> Come drench collard greens. There's uh, a niche. Uh, there's a scene. That on your Etsy shop. <laughs> the, uh, the sex sex soul food scene. Sexual soul food brought to you by Aaron and Natasha. Um, so uh, it's the maybe the it's the second night. Oh, it's the first night I spend the night at his apartment. I'm sorry. Yeah. His double wide trailer in by the beach. It has yeah, a view yeah. of the beach, right? Nice. It's pretty, it's pretty great. Uh, at 2 a.m., we're watching Dance Moms, right? And I'm like, Dance Moms, this Seen is great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, there's like a little scratchy-scratchy at the door. Uh, and he's like, is that you? And I was like, nope. 
homegirl is outside and she's a little drunk and she's like, I just want to see the dog because they had adopted a dog when they were together. But his the dog How long have they been broken up? They've been broken up six months. Oy. Yeah. And so she's like, I want to see the dog. And he was like, you need to leave. And I was like, why don't you call the police right now? And she's like, I don't understand what the big deal is. And she's like, that's ridiculous. And I was like, this is crazy, right? Okay, so we call the cops. And we're like, chick is here. She's not leaving. So we go into the bedroom to wait her out. Homegirl hops the fence and starts knocking on the... I am picking up on you using the phrase homegirl ironically. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not actually my, Not my homegirl. Home okay. Not my homegirl. She's from Florida. She, say no more. She has a nose ring. Nose ring alert. Dash, daddy issue alarm. Daddy issue alarm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, my best friend has a nose ring. <laughs> my best friend has daddy issue. Um, so uh, she starts knocking, and uh, what's even creepier is that the dog's in the house, so now she's just talking directly to the dog, which recognizes her voice. Mm. So the dog is like, mm, 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 and she's like, Leroy. Leroy, it's okay. I'm just trying to pick you up. And we were like, this is the craziest. So the cops finally show up. And all we hear is... Oh, no. Yeah. And she's still in the backyard. The cops show up and they're like... (laughs) They're not on their (laughs) walkie-talkie. They hold a a flashlight up like, ma'am, will you put the cigarette out? Generally, Aaron, if you're like in your your, uh, ex-boyfriend's backyard and he has another woman at the house, you don't just like light up some stoves and like camp out in the backyard, do you? No, stoke like cigars. Cigar. <laughs> Sorry, I don't smoke cigars. Um, cigarettes, uh, stogies. J- Puff, puff sticks. <laughs> no, I know. I'm so sorry. No. I still, but a, a stogie is a cigarette? It is a cigar. Okay, I thought it was a cigar. No, that'd be great if you were just like, Mah! like Baby Herman and Roger Rabbit. <laughs> I was totally following until okay. I imagined <laughs> deciding, I was picturing myself in a backyard with a pile, like a, like a bowl full of cigars thinking like, should I smoke these or should I, like, is, it, is the question like, do I relax enough that I'm smoking something I never smoke? Or, you, right, but, right. So, so, so you say like, do you, do you not do anything or do you do something don't you run if someone says i'm calling the cops right now you should leave. oh that girl oh, okay if what you were that girl if you were a normal I functioning see. person okay um right. yes right yeah it would be very embarrassed it would be a yeah. little embarrassing yeah um also look i'm i'm not ashamed to say this i was a little angry i was a little angry at one point i was like i'm not gonna engage her and then she was like look i don't know who this new girl is and then something deep and primal in me snapped something um from the yards of boyle heights of my uh le- proud latina heritage and all of a sudden i was like bitch i was like you, i was like i don't know what the fuck you think you're doing here Da-da-da-da. i was like you get the, get the fuck out she's like i don't know who you are and i'm like i'm the bitch that's in this house you're on the outside of it get the fuck out of here Da-da-da. and just Whoa. screaming passion passion uh, of fiery yeah of a thousand Aztec sons <laughs> and because uh, my thinking I'm mad but my thinking is also like what my uh, my Jewish father taught me which is like if you're big enough pain in the ass people will leave you alone right so I was just like well if I just fucking scream at this girl enough she's just gonna leave wrong wrong move so the cops come they cuff her hey. And she's Aww. like, oh, I just want to see my dog. And and it was awful. And then Jack had to come out and be like, don't ever come here again. Because she hadn't shown up once or twice before in the middle of the night. And he had, like, talked her down. And I was always like, that is not a smart move. Like, someone shows up in the middle of the night. Yeah. So we had words. 
This so now this is the so then I come where are her friends. So that's the thing. They're like, hey, Isabella. So we just emailed don't her. Do it. Yeah, we, uh, Jack ended up emailing her mother to be like, listen, I think Chick is hurting because she moved out here from Florida to make it to take to jump into the jump into the dream dump that is Los Angeles. Yeah, and has no network out here. There's no yeah, yeah, yeah. social. You know, and he's every the only person she knows. Yeah. Okay. So she like she, yeah. So then, so then the next night, I'm over there again, just trying to catch up on our interrupted recording of Dance Moms. All that we're like lying in bed, scratchy, scratchy. Was that you? No, and we had like put in a new lock. And she's scratching at the door. She's not knocking. It's unclear on what the thing is, right? What the noise is. But what the screen door, so there was like, there's a little window and there's a screen that covers it. And we had the window up. So she tore the screen, put her hand through, unlocked the door, and was in the trailer. <laughs> so like, it like all of a sudden, like I look and Jack is there. And uh, he's on his feet. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And like, I can't even understand. She's just screaming, right? And we're like, what the fuck? She's like, I just want to see the dog. Da, 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 I just want to see the dog. And we're like, whoa, da, da, da. And so he like picks her up, right? The dog runs out into the front yard. Like they start fighting outside, right? And he's and he's like, Natasha, call the cops. So I'm calling the cops. And I locked the door again, but I don't notice the screen is torn, right? So they're outside. I'm just sitting, just being like, what the fuck? I put my head down for a second and all of a sudden the door opens again. And I was like, okay, that must be Jack. Not Jack. It's crazy. Crazy comes. I jump to my feet. By the way, I've been a boxer for a year. I box. I box three times a week. Okay. Nice. Right. Because I was inspired by the fighter with Christian Bale, Mark Wahlberg. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. G-O-C-D-S. Um, Don't so, do math. <laughs> so she comes and before I can even get to my feet, I kind of stand and go like, what are you doing there? Cold clocks me on the side of my head. And I'm like, what? None of my boxing training kicked in. None of, I literally oh just stood gosh. there and was like, what? And then she says, that's what you get, you fat cunt. And <sighs> runs out into her car and flees the scene. Wait, but the cops had so already... The cops... This was the, because this was the second night. Oh, okay. And we had filed a restraining order that morning against her. But she hadn't been served with it. So it oh. didn't count. So she was able to come in, break in, beat me, batter me, and uh, and go. And that was, a, that was like our third date. Uh. Yeah. And yeah. So... That was like, and then just recently she posted that I'm a, a Trent Reznor, Marilyn Manson freak of nature, which is, I, I would sue her for slander, but it's all true. <laughs> it's all true. I love Trent Reznor. I don't like Marilyn Manson, though. He's fat and mean. <laughs> so, yeah, so now we have this on, like, it's, it's tampered down a little bit since the restraining order went into place. But that was actually, like, when, because I was so excited to meet my boyfriend when this was happening, I was like, mm -hmm. in a way, this is like every sign from the universe that's like, get out right but i was like no like well i mean talk to me in three months yeah we have a follow-up interview yeah yeah exactly. See how this is going yeah um you'll be like look i went to his trailer there's a new <laughs> girl there whatever like you're being crazy right. i just i wanted to see the dog but that's all it was well actually my favorite sentence from that whole thing was i was like put your shoes on you don't want to be the dude in the trailer without shoes when the cops came yeah so i was like put your fucking shoes on <laughs> answer the door barefoot in a trailer when the cops come so yeah, so that Class felt that felt 
terrible. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Uh, God, I feel, I feel, um, I mean, obviously, I, I feel, I feel, I feel angry for you. Uh, and then I feel very bad for that girl. Like, what, yeah. what, what was that night like for her? Like, leading up to that point, like, I don't. I don't think anything she did was okay. No, it's like, clearly right because that's why we also like got in touch with her mom. We're like, clearly your girl is hurting, right? Yeah. Like when I, I think I think that most most people uh, have been um, two steps away from that. I think right. most people have done like a drive by. Oh yeah, I, I like most. I, I know like done when, a drive by. Yeah, I like peeped when, when I. Um, I with my last with my last uh, relationship. Um, not going to get into the details of it sure. uh, for slander reasons. <laughs> I have no uh, no agenda. Um, but I I I found out that um, my ex boyfriend was dating somebody within a within a week of me um, with a, within a week of us. Breaking up. up. And I, I had been out of town and he broke up with me over the phone. Or over Skype. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> over okay, Skype. Good. Yeah. Um, he didn't foursquare like, Splitsville, you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so we, we, we broke up and I, I was coming back into town. I was visiting for a week. I was originally coming to visit to see him. And... Um, there again don't want to get into the slander but like use everybody just use use your brains right. with like why this may happen but but he he broke up with me and and promised that it wasn't for any other reason that he loved me too much and that, yeah, uh, that's why you break up with a person yeah yeah, yeah. Like, we're, we're, we're different places in our lives etc cetera, etc cetera. um but he ha- he he seeing somebody and so when I came back for the week when we were visiting, I found out from a friend like, oh, he's he's seeing so and so. So I I found that out like in in the evening. I was doing a show, and I someone someone told me about it, and in a way that they were like, hey, Aaron, like holding my shoulders, like look, like this is what's going on. Right. We see what's going on. We feel bad for you. Um, always a great. Always yeah, yeah. You you the writing is on the wall basically because I had been like through this like break and whatever. And I don't want to say anything mean about my ex-boyfriend. We had a really nice relationship while it was nice. Um, But I like that morning, like I was on Atlanta time and I was only here for a week and it was, it was like 6am or not 6am. It was like 7am. It was an hour later. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I woke, I woke, I woke up and I was like, I need to talk to him. Like, is because someone had told me like, no, he's, he's been seeing somebody else. And so I, I was like, what? Like, no, 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 there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. And so I'm calling him like, call call over and over and over again like he's got to answer his phone like I have to talk to him about this like this can't be true he's not answering my phone or his phone why would he answer my phone he, <laughs> he comes out from behind me and grabs my phone <laughs> hello <laughs> so I'm I'm in that like crazy state I sure. call I go over to uh, my my friend's house I have these, these two these two very good friends <laughs> 
I go over to their house and I'm like, look, like uh, he's he, I think I think he's been seeing some like I got to talk to him. And they're both like, no, they're both guys are both very right. level headed. I'm right. like your friend from earlier. That's why you got that's why you got to talk to the girls because the girls will be like, oh, no, we're going to go right now. Well, but, you know, so it was, it was, it was like, talking to them and like they they knew him, too, and liked him um, up until this point. So like I was, was talking to them and I was like, do I I need to talk to I need to confront him. And they're like, no, don't confront him. Right. It's not worth it. Like yeah. if he, if he has been seeing somebody and hasn't been honest about it, like move on. Like you don't. It's so strange. Like when you when you love somebody, you make somebody your family, and then you break up. It's really hard to immediately adjust to like, oh no, this is just another We're in person now. Spheres, yeah, right. and they don't owe me anything, and like they've broken up with me. But like it was really hard. And so then I called my dad, and I was like, Dad. <laughs> this is because I had been like over when when we went on a break. I, I talked to my dad about yeah. it. My dad was like, you know, I think he's doing the really responsible thing. Like, this is a really great, <laughs> right. it's a great thing for you guys. And I was like, you're right. This is what people talk about on their wedding days. How they went on a break, <laughs> break right? So <laughs> I remember I loved you when it was three weeks since we had spoken. Oh yeah, I yeah, yeah. one of your text messages. Ah, uh, gosh. So I called my dad and I was like, Dad, I think he's been seeing somebody. I gotta go confront gotta him. Gotta go make sure. Yeah. And my dad is like, no, uh, write him a letter. Right. Do anything else but that. But go over there. So I go over there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And at this point, it's like 9 a.m., uh, which is not that early. No. I would like to say is not that early. If you're it's, a farmer, that's the middle of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an actor, so like 9 a.m. is like 4 a.m. It's like, right. well, I don't understand this time. Yeah. So I went over to his apartment because I needed to talk to him, and we had only been broken up a week, and I like had just found out that the reasons why he broke up with me maybe weren't the most honest. Mm-hmm. So I... I knew the code to like get into his yeah. gate. Yep. So I go go straight into his gate and go upstairs and pound on the door. Yep. And I saw the car of the girl oh. like outside. Um, and I knew which car it was because I had ridden in it because they had no they had known each other. So I not her fault. This is not about her. I'm She's not, a sweet girl. Well, you know, as far as I know, I have no reason reason to think otherwise. Uh, Yeah, whatever. Like, it it doesn't matter. I really don't have anything against her. So I... um, I do. (laughs) So I I went up to his apartment and, like, pounded on his door. And he came to the door, like shirt off just like shorts on groggy and opens the door and he's like what are you what are you doing here and I was like I would like to talk to you yeah and I we need to have a chat yeah can we please talk I have to uh discuss this with you this this thing like I had gone to work in Atlanta we had been together and then we had gone on a break and then broken up while I had been gone and I had been driven crazy by a number of different events while I was there that led me to think that maybe he was dating somebody else but he assured me he wasn't right so uh I'm walking this tightrope of of slander right now um so anyway, is it slander if it's true though? I mean, it's it's not. I yeah. I mean, it's it's not. But I have no. I don't. I don't. Um, or walking the tight line between like Putting telling blast. telling a story that's about me and sure. then make like putting out this energy. This like I don't. I have no interest in like fucking burning his life him. up or right. burning him or anything. I did at a certain point. I did like about his ease. This is, is about a season, sorry. <laughs> so I knock at the door, Aziz comes out. Right. 
uh, Aziz, Aziz comes to the door and he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I was like, look, like someone so told me that you've been seeing. Can we talk? Like, I would like to talk inside your apartment. Right. I would like to talk in your room. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I start watching. Is there a problem with that? Yeah. Is there any reason why you would Is not there somewhere like me, for me to sit down on the bed uh, to be in your room? Yeah. Can't I just you're you have a big bed the room for you and I to both sit on it. Uh, so obviously he's like, no, 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 you can't come in here. And then I was like, look, like, I know I, I know so and so's here. I know she's yeah. here. And then he was like, well, then why did you just ask to come in? And I, you know, <laughs> right. Like, a uh, good point. Like, uh, um, right. Because I, I don't know what I want to. I've like- never. I feel like everybody gets one of those. Like, and here's, yeah. so here's where my role is. Uh, well, one, one of the things that's great about getting older, I find as a woman <laughs> is I'm, uh, I'm less afraid of coming off as crazy. Right. Whereas I used to be like, I'm the cool chick. I'm the cool chick. Like everyone's cool. Everyone's having a good time. I'm not asking anything from you. I'm just here to hang out. Oh, you need yeah. me to go? Oh, you're having bros over and you want to, oh yeah, no, that's fine. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. Now I've gone into the like, not crazy in the sense of like, but like of asserting like, that is uncool. I do not appreciate that. No. Yeah, this is how I feel. These are my feelings, and they're completely sometimes, valid. Yeah, yeah, they're valid. Sometimes they're not rational. No, sometimes they're not rational. Like, I was, and, and like, you know, granted, like, he, he had done the right thing in breaking up with me at that point, so he was technically in the clear. Like, and I, right. I just, I wanted to, I, I, wanted to confront him about this stuff that I had heard. Sure. So he, yeah, we eventually, he was like, okay, yeah, let's talk. And we went out to the street and I just like, I just wept and just was just saying, I, you know, this makes me feel so, I feel like garbage and I feel ugly and I I feel, I feel like women, you get that, you get one of those in a relationship where at the end, especially if there's been some level of deception and in, in your intuition is being like, something's off, something's off and someone keeps denying it. Yeah. I've certainly been like at the apartment once and being like, come out. We're now having like I'm confronting you, yeah. right? And it ends there, right? Like you get the confrontation, you get them to confess. Yeah, then- that was that was the only yeah that was the only time that I went to his apartment ever because like I mean after that all happened, I genuinely did not want to. No, you don't want to engage after that. I didn't want to engage. Also, I didn't want to be with him anymore. Right. Like after you find those things out and you really like, it's so it's so painful because like someone. When you find out that someone has been falling out of love with you and you put you put all those things together where you're like, oh, Jesus, like when you dropped me off at the airport and you said like, hey, can we not make this a big crying thing? It wasn't because he didn't want to like start crying and never stop. It was because he just didn't feel the same way. I'm all about taking the kind of shit lies or the shit, the nonsense that dudes put you through and just putting it right up to their face, right? <laughs> I think that is always legitimate. It's a little bit different when it's a dude doing it to a woman. Like a dude showing up in the middle of the night at your apartment is like, that's a, there, there's whole different connotations with that, right? And I, I don't know what the rules are and I don't care because I'm not a dude and they can fucking figure it out, right? <laughs> but like, as far as like women go, right? Like yeah. if you call me up and we're like, I want to go to this dude's apartment, in that context, like, I think going there a second time is, like, awful, and I'd be like, I will strap you down to make sure that doesn't happen. But I think every lady gets one of those when you're, like, call on your bullshit. Yeah, and also yeah. force them 
to kind of confront and deal with the somewhat of emotional carnage that comes when you have a high level of intimacy with a person that gets yes. broken. Yeah. Well, that, and that was, uh, you reminded me that that was my, that was my entire goal. I remember saying to my dad, like, look, dad, I have to go because we had broken up over the phone. Right. Oh, like, yeah. We hadn't. When I first got back to LA, I went over over to his apartment to get my stuff, and like I was very cordial, and I was just like, "All right, well, thank you so much, a uh, great relationship, and I'll see you on the flip side," you know. And I was like, "I'm the coolest, I'm the best," right. and like the entire over the course of the entire breakup, like I was like, "You know what? I'm fine. I'm super cool. This is I'm a, I'm a chill cool. lady. I'm fucking Sarah." Jessica Raphael? What? Jessica Raphael, yeah. Jessica yes. Parker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, has anyone ever noticed that? Sarah Jessica Raphael, Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> da Vinci Sally, Code? Sally, Sally Jesse. Oh, you're right. But they are all they are all part of the Illuminati, so yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, no, I don't I don't want to um I don't want to be crazy. I mean, like, like if you call a woman crazy, it's because she's called too many times. If you right. call a man crazy, it's, it's because he's cut off his daughter's head and <laughs> right. is sitting on the antenna of his car. That guy's crazy. Oh, that girl's crazy. Right. She left me a love note. Right. This guy's crazy. He 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 fucks his dog. <laughs> That's like it's it's. It's that right. the whole this thing. This dude sticks his dick is, in aquariums. Yes. Right. Yes. And no, that's that's also my thing. Where it was like, I don't care if like, because I do think the word crazy is like just thrown around like nothing when generally it just means like, I'm just being forward with you about my emotions. Yeah. And so like, well, I have so, yeah, no problem. Easy, yeah. yeah. I have no problem getting that rep. Well, and guy, like when I, when I went over to his apartment, my end game was just, I want you to see what you, how badly you hurt me. Yeah. Because they're like, and, and I don't I I genuinely don't know the full extent of his honesty or dishonesty sure I he treated me very well during our relationship as far as I know it was is like is a is a cool guy whatever like I don't know how honest or dishonest Mm -hmm. he was it's all speculation at this point there are a lot of a lot of people have told me a lot of things it doesn't matter it's not really about him what it is about is like the whether or not he was honest or dishonest, that whole when men fail to and women, but women do it too. Of course, I'm a woman, so I'm speaking from from my point of view. But we make each other insane sure. through this dishonesty. Yeah. And then when you get a girl coming to your house at 9 a.m. who you've been dating for a year, who got broken up with over the phone, and she finds out like, oh, no, it's it's not because of this reason. It's because you fell in love with somebody else. Right. Like, there's no right or wrong in love. There's only honest and dishonest. Sure. And it would have been really, really awful and hurtful, and it would have destroyed me. And I don't know how I would have acted if he would have just said to me, look, I fell in love with somebody else. However, it wouldn't have made me insane. Well, the problem is also when they kind of deny you that emotional space, right? When it's like when it's done over Skype or it's done. I'm not a big fan of the like, let's get together let me let me invite you out so I can break up with you sort of thing. Like, I got broken up with like in December from Melancholia Bro. And, you know, he called me and he was like... Right before Christmas? Right before Christmas. And he was like... uh, you know, can can you come over? Can we get together? And I was like, why? Because you're going to break up with me? Because I knew it was, I could, you know. And yeah, he but was he doesn't like, want to ruin the surprise. Yeah, and he was like, uh, yeah. And I was like, y- you can just do it over the phone. That That's fine, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was fine. And But like a month later, I called him at four in the morning, just upset. 
and just like, I, I have to talk to you. I need answers. I don't understand. Yeah. And he yeah. didn't answer. Yeah. And I called him again at 10 the next day and he answered. And I was like, I need us to talk. And it was basically just like, I had this big fucking hole in my heart and I just wanted it filled and I didn't care what it looked like. And I wanted, I had a, you know, I wanted yeah. him to fill it. Yeah. And, you know, it was a very short conversation that was actually like, I got to give him some credit for it. It was cold, but it was necessary. It was like, look, he's like, I haven't changed in the last month. You probably, you know, you haven't changed. He's like, I didn't break up with you because of who you were. I broke up with you because, you know, you have basic needs that I can't meet and I don't want to learn how to meet them. And yeah. so, and that hasn't disappeared. You know, yeah. let's not do this. And I was just like, it's pretty good. And I was like, but good. I'm upset. Uh, yeah. And I got off the phone. It was, I looked at my phone. It was a six minute conversation. And it was very clear. I was like, ah, oh, this is fucking blood from a stone. Right. But I, right. D- and I had no regret over doing that because I was like, I knew that there was going to be a tremor. Right. Yeah. And usually like the two times I've broken up with somebody, I will make sure that there is eventually a space where it's like, if they, they get it once where it's like, they need to have the kind of longer ask you questions, figure out why this happened, create a narrative as to what the last couple of years meant. Yeah. I'm willing yeah. to engage in that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When it becomes pathological, when it becomes like you need to plug into your own support system and well, not when me. You, when you know when, because I, I, I'm usually historically I've been the, the breaker upper more than the break up E. Yes. And I've learned the lesson and I think my ex-boyfriend learned this lesson too. It was like when you, when you feel like, and you know, especially like in your early twenties or like when you're, when you're a teenager, everyone is changing at this rapid rate and everyone, everyone is deciding who they are and what they want. And that's just, it's, it's a, it's a battlefield for relationships. Like they don't, they shouldn't survive there. It's, it'd be like being like a giant marshmallow man in world war (laughs) two is a a relationship walking through this battlefield. Like hope I make it. No, you won't. You're going to die sooner or later. (laughs) It's going to die. And it's okay. Marshmallow. Yeah. You're Relationship is is if you doomed. yeah well like especially I mean not necessarily doomed but like if you but if you are uh, like us where yeah. we have like very specific goals and we live in a city where where everyone's pursuit is so selfish like a relationship when you're in your early twenties is is difficult yes absolutely and will probably end dramatically. And that doesn't right. mean that you shouldn't have them, but it means that, like, it shouldn't end you as a human being. Well, my th- my feeling has always been, like, or recently at least, is, you know, it is a high-stakes affair. It all is. It's my heart. Yeah, right? well, of course. Yeah, yeah so, it's the most important thing. So, of course, it's going to... So, of course, you're going to get the crying, and, of course, you're going to get some yelling, and, of course, I'm going to fight for... You know, otherwise, then what the fuck is the point of me breathing? Right. Yeah. Like yeah. if this isn't the like if I'm not the most important and like my you know what I'm saying? Right. But what, what I was trying to say is like when you when you feel like like as as I um, suspect my ex-boyfriend did when he felt like, oh, I don't I don't think that this is the right fit for me. Yeah. Like I see this ending I have a feel like he, you know, instead we do this selfish thing and I presume that this or I suspect that this is what he did. I know that this is something that I have done 
uh, in the past. So we're like, you want to break up with somebody, but it's painful. Right. So you let it ride out. Oh, yeah. You let, you let you, the sand fall from your affection glass. Oh, yeah. No, you, point, you yeah, you're like, drive till it into the ground. Till you absolutely can't take it anymore. The and you can't stand them. Because otherwise when you, it'd be difficult to detach, right? Yes. It'd be yeah, difficult. exactly. So you get to the point where like, it's over with. Right. And then you when you break up with them you are so frustrated when then they show up at your house at 9 a.m and you're like look like i've been we've been broken up for months kind of like i grieve this yeah 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 i'm over it so like i i suspect that that's what he did and we've all done that i'm a hypocrite if i tell him if i say that what he did was evil or it is evil behavior it's it's bad behavior but like that's one of those things where it's like after you get to a certain point you should not yeah, Do, you're you're an adult. It's going to hurt no on what. either side, yeah. and if you're being selfish, if you let it, well, my thing happen. has always been like, uh, I, as I got older, is like an acceptance of of pain, right? Mm-hmm. Just accept that there's going to be this is going to be painful. Yeah, this is going to be shitty. Yeah, right. This is going to hurt. Right. All right. Like that's the worst. That's generally yes. the worst. Yes. Right? yes. And like I've told friends who've gone through breakups, I'm like, you're going to be miserable for three months. Just. You know, and that's and you tick off that time, and then it's over. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, I think we got to the bottom of a lot of uh, mm-hmm. terrible things. Wee 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 wee. That's it, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to the show on iTunes. That helps us out a whole lot. Also, leave a leave a review. Uh, I'd appreciate that. If you have any emails for me, please leave. Please leave them. Please send them to thisfeelsterrible at gmail.com. Follow me on the Twitter. I'm at Erin McGathy. And Natasha Vargas Cooper is at Natasha VC. So follow her. She's, she's really funny. And, and read her articles. They're all really, really great. And, you know, stay true to yourself this week. Peace cakes. <laughs>